Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's the Collector's Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. I know a story of high strangeness or two. <laughs> Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host, Bryce Johnson, and our super producer, Riley Bray. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How's it going, gentlemen? Very well. Very well. Yeah, that's Uh, better now. Better now. That's good. Did you guys check out? Biden's press conference about the UAPs that were shot down today. No, I missed that. that, Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about it. Oh, well, real quick. He came out and he basically was like, he didn't bring up the term alien or UFO or anything like that, but he, he actually said they're still recovering the stuff. They're not sure what it is, but he sort of hinted that it's probably more likely that they are balloons from the private sector or research from universities and stuff like that. They don't necessarily mm. think it's any kind of spy craft. And he echoed what what we had said in our uh, um, BCC emergency episode a couple weeks back about, this is all old news by the time they're hearing this, but this is where <laughs> right, we are on the timeline. Right. Yeah. But uh, echoed echoed the um, sentiment that they just start, that it's not that there's more stuff coming in. It's because they widened the scope of the radar that they started to right. take down the stuff as an overabundance of caution after the the spy balloon they shot down on February 2nd. So, got it. Probably yeah. just updated those preferences. Yep. 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 So, probably. <laughs> so, we're just nothing. like shooting down science projects now. Yeah. Basically. We're basically just shooting down uni- <laughs> something that a, a professor that at the university with worked very Raptors. hard on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, those missiles cost like $400,000 each, but you know, no big oh, deal, my. whatever. Moving on. I mean, it was confusing. Even on the day that we were recording, there was the general who was like, we're not ruling out UFOs. And yeah. one of the F-15 pilots was like, I think this thing interfered with our comms, you know? So there's a lot of language out there that makes it sound very spooky. Our our guest is is I can tell is eager to maybe uh, chime in on this. So let's bring her in. Uh, our guest this week is an actress from the from show hit shows hit shows like Glow, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and the new Netflix rom com movie Your Place or Mine, starring Ooh. Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Club Scouts of all timelines, please welcome to the show Brittany Young. Ooh, hello, everybody. Hi. I know. Thanks up, for Brittany? being here. Thank you for having me. I love how you're like, she wants to comment. I'm like what? sitting here like, this is news to me. Oh, great. Okay, cool. <laughs> you you just, Perfect. your reaction was like, oh, yeah, let me, let me get I mean, in here. I, I know that they shot, I'm from Alaska originally, and I know they also shot oh, down something within like Alaska airspace. Yes, and I know that back it, home, mm-hmm. it was a yes. big thing that like actually made my sister watch the news who like never watches the news. But other than that, I have not been keeping up on it. 
<laughs> yeah, they shot down some stuff over like the like Yukon territories. It's out yeah. on some like tundra, and they're trying to get it, but the weather's really bad. Yeah, but, yeah, it was all. I I kind of felt I was like, uh, I of course I'm sure some people are screaming sheeple at me, but like I was kind of proud. <laughs> I felt I was like, well, we kind of covered this. Is kind of everything that we said in our emergency episode. He's sort of just he must have listened to our BCC emergency uh, <laughs> uh, sode and and yeah, got yeah, the information that we. Us. Yeah, he took it from us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job, Biden. It's, it's nice to be able to yeah. help. He probably he probably follows the show. Yeah, I mean, I it's just it. one of those things where I think we were all feeling like, okay, UFOs have been showing up for the better part of like two, three hundred, five hundred years, and and what? Just in the last week, we managed to shoot down four. It just it was, <laughs> yeah. was kind of like, wait a minute, uh, yeah. I don't know. It really, <laughs> yeah. it felt like they're 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 playing with playing with our hearts here because you know it's like. Uh, it was too good to be true it was you know the alien invasion yeah. i was i was ready and it wasn't so yeah. well, why are they all coming uh, to america yeah <laughs> good yeah also like, great why question. specifically the u.s like nowhere else right. they don't want to see any other part of the world just the u.s yeah. come on branch out a little aliens explore well, you know travel uh, who knows? In, in, the, in the 14 days between when we're recording this and when this drops, maybe we've been invaded. <laughs> I guess, you know, hit that follow Trail. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so <laughs> you'll find you can out. stay up to date. We will, you'll find out. We'll try to update it. As much. It will update it in real time as it's happening. So make sure yeah. that you are subscribed to the show to stay up to date to your future uh, masters. Invasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Open alien Lord. race is coming to take us off. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Brittany, it's so great to have you here. You grew up yeah. in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Did you? Were, did you grow up in? No, I don't know. Did you grow up there? Or were you just like from there, and then you moved to someplace less interesting than Alaska? So I, I was gonna say I was originally born. Um, I was only born once. Um, <laughs> I was actually born know. in Tokyo. Yeah, I don't. Another universe. <laughs> um, I was actually of. born in Tokyo, yeah. Japan. Cool. And lived there for like 10 years. And then my parents decided to move us back to the States. And they moved back to like my mom's home state of Alaska and lived there oh, wow. till like I went to college and just have been living in California ever since then. So really, Whoa. really enjoy living in earthquake prone places uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> my entire life. So that's been fun. Also, two We're- places that I feel like would have cool like folklore japan's got cool folklore oh yeah uh, like good ghost stories and then alaska i feel like you got your bigfoot your sasquatch yes. some good yeah tall tales and legends up there yeah and apparently just i don't it's so weird it's so weird how many like especially in like our business how many movies have now set all these like traditional like vampires and zombies in alaska i'm like Y'all think a lot of stuff is happening up there. I don't know if that's true. Like, it's a very cinematic wilderness. You know? Yeah, just very cinematic shots up there. You know. Yeah. So not I not mean, in your experience, a lot of vampires and uh, Sasquatches yeah. and where- taking um, advantage of the those long nights. Not in Eagle River, Alaska. Maybe other places, but I think a lot of people are drawn to the whole. Like, obviously, the farther north you go you get the whole like six months of night in the six months of daylight. We don't get that in my mm. hometown. We're more like mm, shortest day is like four hours of sunlight. Where is your hometown in Alaska, Brittany? So it's 10 miles outside of Anchorage. Some people would say it's a suburb, gotcha. but they are like trying to like, they're, it, it's insane. They have like Eagle exit signs up trying to do a Brexit situation, trying to like get away from Anchorage. Um, right. It's, it's not okay. like in the boondocks, Alaska. It's a town. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I just made that sound real, real romantic. <laughs> hey, a type of romantic where a vampire and a mortal could maybe fall in love. Exactly. Twilight Alaska style. All right. Well, let's get into it. We love to ask all of our guests, what is your personal paranormal history? Brittany, you and I were yes. recently at a get together mm-hmm. and uh, you got excited when I mentioned that I do a paranormal podcast. Yes. That makes me wonder if you've ever experienced something you cannot explain. I have. I mean, to me, they're exciting. I have two incidences and they're like Great. small, tiny ones, but I got excited because I'm just a huge paranormal fan. Like I was telling you, like my sister and I, our dream is to have our own like ghost hunting travel show. We have desperately you heard tried. Here for, first, everybody. 
We're trying right. so hard, but we don't have the money for the equipment. Also, we've showed up to place and they're like, who the hell are you? Like, do you have a permit? And we're like, no. Um, where, so our, where, are you, where are you showing up? <laughs> we're like, well, back home, there's a lot of, there's this one town in Alaska, it's called Whittier, where a lot of people talk about how they're, there's a building that used to occupy essentially the entire town because it used to be a military mm. town. So every single person who lived in Whittier, Alaska, lived inside this building. And it's rumored to now be haunted because Whoa. obviously it was like the only place that everybody lived. So like some people died there and all these things happened. But it no longer houses anybody. It's just completely abandoned. But it is barricaded off. And we've oh, tried yeah, to go there. Creepy. Yeah. And like have been like, hey, girls, what are you doing here? And we're like, we're just looking um so that was an unsuccessful attempt but yeah we've like tried other places like fourth avenue theater people just don't want to let us in if you're not cool that's what it is <laughs> maybe you just need to call ahead <laughs> yeah or just even show up with any kind of like legitimate looking equipment we literally came oh. with like iphones and a flashlight <laughs> you can just print up something that says like paranormal investigator on your computer like yeah. laminate it you'll be fine that's hey, all you nice need these are all going. these are mm-hmm. all these are all titles that people have just given themselves to go into oh, yeah. old buildings that's all you know yeah, what i mean we should try it um but in addition to that i love ghosts want to do my own show but my my experiences are the first one was actually i was a senior in college at usc And my aunt, Denine, who was a very big part of my life, she had passed away about four months earlier from cancer. And I was going through, you guys remember like digital cameras where you had to like download your photos onto your computer? I I was going through my like summer photos and I had downloaded some pictures from her funeral and hadn't like looked at the pictures since then. And I was just sitting there looking at them and, you know, just thinking about her and, you know, kind of getting a little bit sad. And all of a sudden, again, showing my age, uh, my iPod that was on my desk turned on and started playing a song randomly. And this was before like iPod. I didn't nudge anything to like turn it on. It was one of those ones where you could like lock the home screen. And I always did when I shut it off, but I looked at it and I was like, Oh, that's weird. It's playing a song. And I picked it up and looked at it. It was playing, <laughs> it was playing Grease by Frankie Valley, which mm. is crazy. It's in my iPod. I have the whole soundtrack. But my Aunt Denine's favorite movie was Grease. Whoa. One who introduced me to that. And it was the movie that when we would visit from Japan, she'd always make me and my sister watch with her. Like without Oh, fail. come on. That's a wow. sign. That's, yeah, that's, totally. That's a sign from the other side. I couldn't. I was trying to like turn it off, and I was like, "There's no way." I remember the last song playing before was Drake because he had just dropped an album, and I was like, "How did it all of a sudden get to Greece now?" Um, Yeah. But I just let it play and kind of just sat there, and I was like, "All right, I think, I think it's Deneen," and kind of got like really happy about it. Um, That's cool. Yeah, but it's also like one of those things where I think now, if I were to really like. I don't know if like her spirit were to have walked into the room, would I be happy or would have been freaked out as hell? <laughs> I <laughs> think about <laughs> I think about that a lot too. There's definitely close loved ones that have passed that I really think if if they walked in the room, I'd be like, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I might be worried that I just died and maybe they were coming to bring me over. Right. I thought about this. Longtime listeners know about my beloved bulldog, Albie, who passed away. But I, I often have thoughts of like, if he just r- rolled into, like, ran into the room right now, I don't think I'd scream. I think I'd be like, yay, I'm so happy to see you, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then when you think on the flip side, if it was somebody completely unrelated to you, like course. if somebody else's dog ran in, would, do you think you would freak out? Is it because of the familial... Um, I think Michael will yeah. still be happy. <laughs> I still be any dog that ran in. Sure. Any dog that ran in excited to see me, I'd be down. Um, but yeah, but that, but it would be like having a stranger in your house. That's creepy because you're there. There that yeah. then you're getting into a thing of like someone is where someone you don't know is there. That that heightens things. I feel like for sure. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just can't tell if I'm like like I say I want to see a ghost like for real, and then I'm like when I'm actually facing one, am I going to be a badass or scared? 
Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, you may not you may not have the luxury of knowing you're facing a ghost until they vanish. That's true. You know, and that is very like, true. That is true. Um, Did anyone else my- in your family feel like they got a message from your aunt? I mean, we definitely have had that thing where she has visited. She's oh my god, visited us all in mm-hmm. dreams. Um, okay, but no, I haven't heard anybody say like my mom. Unfortunately, now she's had two sisters pass from cancer and her dreams with both of them are extremely vivid. Like she Mm. remembers the outfits they're wearing and they're specifically like in places they've been before. Um, But I haven't been told that she or my aunt Diane, who's passed, have come to like visit them in like the real world. Okay. Um, Okay. But I mean, maybe I should ask. I don't I mean, I have also not even asked. You should ask. So sometimes people don't share this. I mean, if they asked you, do they know the story? My mom knows the story because I told her okay. like that day. I was like, oh my God, this okay. happened. And she was like, oh, you know, again, like as me was like, that's really sweet. That's very nice that she came to say hello. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. something about that old like electronic equipment. Ghost hunters really sort of, uh, well, I, I know especially those old electronic uh, uh, voice recorders, uh, especially the ones that uh, carry the little tapes. Those yeah. are like the, oh, yeah. the electronic ones, too. Those are like hot sought after properties. Um, and, and, you know, you can't buy them today for like less than 200 bucks. And they're all owned mm-hmm. by like ghost hunters. Riley, <laughs> funnily enough. Riley, I feel like you could run a pretty sick side business of just selling old analog sound equipment to ghost hunters. It's a good idea. Side hustle. <laughs> turn. I, I smell an Etsy shop. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The BCC Paranormal Junk Shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that would there be. It does amazing. seem to be like I don't know less like uh you know less good pictures on t- everybody has an iPhone or a smartphone today. I, I you know um, it's those old digital pictures that really sort of uh, I don't know. I I think there's a lot more better ghost pictures on those than there are today. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Yeah. No, or I orbs, feel like you're right. Orbs, I feel yeah. like pop up. Like I went to um I don't know if you guys believe in orbs. I feel like I believe oh, in orbs yeah. in the right space. <laughs> in the right yes. space. Sometimes it's just dust, y'all. But I actually mm-hmm. went to the Winchester Mystery House and took a picture. I should send it to you guys. I took a picture yeah, of one of the crazy staircases. Oh yeah. And it clearly in the middle of the staircase is like the most vivid orb I've ever seen. And it is the only thing in the picture. Like it's insane. I will send it to you guys. I should have said, why didn't I send it to you before? I didn't do my research. (laughs) Send it now. This is what happens. You start uh, talking, you realize all this stuff. Oh yeah. And then we'll, if if it's okay with you, maybe, you know, if we feel, listen, if it passes the BCC paranormal junk shop (laughs) test, then we'll put it we'll put it up on the Instagram so people can take a take a peek at it. But I think it you're will, right because Bryce, I remember I've told this story. I told the story recently, but like getting uh, orbs with like contrails on them from like mm. photo to mm. photo where you can actually see it moving and right. leaving a little light trail of light. That was all on my old digital camera with like an SD card. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not my phone. No. What is it about iPhones? They just don't want you to be catching the spirits. I guess it's gotten too advanced. We need a little yeah. bit of that. We need that jankiness in the technology for yeah. the ghosts to get up in there. Yeah. It needs to be a little fuzzy, you know? It does yeah. need, like, there was something visceral when we did our ghost quest, and uh, we had Linda the ghost hunter use her what's called a spirit box. And it's this, it's really just this, this piece of equipment that, that, uh, scans the am radio frequencies yeah. uh, in a rapid pace and it just picks up on micro words but i'll be damned if you ask it a question you start getting sentient answers back and it just there's something more visceral about it more tactile when you're when you're hearing it come from that old equipment i don't know it just uh i, I really dug it you know i've seen those before again equipment me and my sister can't afford yeah, well, well, we'll figure it out. We'll, you come we'll on down you. to the, the the BCC Paranormal yeah. Junk Shop. Get the Etsy we'll, shop we'll you, up and yeah. running. We'll, 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 we'll get you a deal. We'll get you. We'll get you a. Get you a micro cassette. All <laughs> guests get five percent off. Yeah, that's right. It goes we'll a long way. The prices are high. <laughs> <laughs> so was the Winchester Orb the second 
story or did you have no, something else? The Winchester Orb was just something that popped up in my head. My second story is um when did we go? This would have been this would have been when I first started dating my fiance. So 2017, my fiance Shane and I went up north. He's from Ireland, so I took him like to San Francisco area. Again, another fun place with cool folklore. You guys, another, are too yes, cool. and I tried cool to get places. him to go to crazy. Yeah. I've tried to get him to go to places there, and he's just like not into it. And I'm like, all right, I'll just have to do it by myself. Um, but we Launch went to him. Alcatraz, and cool. I've done the Alcatraz tour a lot. Well, okay, I've done it like three or four times. That's not a lot. Maybe that's, that's a lot. lot. Okay, that's, fine. That's All right. Anytime, <laughs> yeah. I think any anytime more than one, it's a more lot. More than one is a lot. I yeah. just, guys, I love haunted history. I specifically love haunted history. So yeah. I went there and took Shane, and this time I did the. Uh, I think they call it the ghost tour. It's just the one that is like starts at five o'clock and goes to like seven. Yeah, they do like it at night. Dark. Right. Yeah. Like it's just dark out. But we went to cell block D, which has the solitary confinement cells there. Oh. And there is a solitary Oof. confinement cell that you can go into if you want. They don't – or they didn't on our tour. They don't close the door. I don't know if they ever close the door. But you can go in and stand in like this really small cell and see like a little bit of how dark it was. But the minute I walked into cell D, I immediately felt the biggest pressure on my chest and like had a really, really hard time breathing. And I was trying to get Shane. I was like, Shane, are you breathing okay? Like what's going on? He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Our tour guide was like, are you okay to like go forward? Because I really had to like stop and was like behind the tour. This wasn't one of the um, audio set ones. It was one like that was actually guided because it's the ghost tour. And I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I stepped into the confinement cell and just stood there and literally could not catch my breath for like a good minute. Whoa. And I had to step I'm out. Sure he that, was like, oh. it, no, it was like the worst feeling because I was like, I don't know, is this in my head because I'm in a small space? Like it was one of those mm. things where I like re- read through everything and the tour guy was just like, you're not the only person that this has happened to. A lot of people, like he asked me, he's like, are you an empath? And I was like, I consider mm. myself to be a very empathic person. And he was like, a lot of people who are sensitive to other people's energies come in here and they do feel that heaviness and that coldness. And I was like, I don't feel the cold, but I feel the heavy. And he was like, yeah, it's happened to a lot of people. And the minute we walked out and went into what is the library section, it just all went away, like suddenly went away. Whoa. I'm sure wow. those I'm sure those four walls of that solitary confinement are just oh. stained with oh, trauma yeah. and high emotion, which is which, mm-hmm. you know, there's this I think it's called the stone tape theory, but it's this idea that that, you know, things like rocks and or, or places like a cell can actually hold memory of 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 just What's extremely high tortuous emotion and god Ooh. that would be a place where it would happen i i went on that tour with my with my family that is a great tour if you, you yeah. haven't done it i highly recommend it riley you'll like this they would say on new year's night it would be the most torturous because all the way over on the bay of san francisco uh the water would carry the noises of all the party goers just Whoa. very faintly mm-hmm. so that they could actually hear it in their cells of everybody having a good time and celebrating uh-huh. the new year. Like that's that sound traveled all the way across it's the bay. Sad. Mm. It is. Poor uh, criminals. So wow. is murder. Yeah, so is murder. murder. <laughs> that. So maybe murder. they should have thought of that <laughs> you before know, that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Alcatraz spooky stuff. Trip. Did you ever talk to Donalyn Champlin on Crazy Ex-Girls set? Because she's also into this stuff and like has similar experiences when she's gone on ghost tours. You, I don't know if we've ever, I mean, love her to death, but I don't even know if we've ever talked about it. Oh, I 100% believe she's an empath. Oh, yeah. She's, we've, we did a couple episodes with her, um, but similar stuff where she like had like that that just like uh something's latching yeah. on to me here some sort of mm. feeling or emotion so what do you think's behind it do you think do you think spirits are dead people are they a time loop what is it just energy if you had to like i mean i kick think up a theory a, i think i'm one of those people like again like i kind of saying about the orbs i think it depends on the location i don't think that you i don't think it's a one answer like i think that to me, when I was there, 
it felt more like an energy. Like I don't expect to walk into like a solitary confinement cell and be like, yay, this feels great. Like I expect, right, right, like, right. you know, like Bryce, like what you're saying, like I expect to feel that energy of all those people that sat in the dark for 24 hours for years. You know, right. like I believe that in Alcatraz specifically, I think it is an energy. Whereas like, Somewhere else, like let's say like the Winchester Mystery House, I think that there truly is spirits, mostly because I think that Sarah Winchester invited them there. I don't think they followed them there, her there. Yeah, like, I think she so invited weird. them purposely. But then it's like somewhere else where, you know, I, like my aunt, like that to me, I think was specifically a spirit trying to put some sign into this side of the world. But like, I think it just yeah. all depends on the location and what's happened there. Like you're not, it's not a one size fits all kind of haunting. I love no, it. Right. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, all three could be true and exist. You yeah. know what I mean? We we know so little about. I mean, even though the we we, we there are out, people out there who know a great deal about ghosts and stuff, but there's still so much that we don't know. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I or refuse know. to believe. Yeah, exactly. Very true. I, I'm with you, uh, Brittany. I'm like, I think I take it with by a case by case basis, and I think all these things could could be true. In um, Given circumstances, different given circumstances. Now, when you say you're an, you're, you consider yourself an empath, like are, are there other instances you can point to of like when you kind of discovered that or, or how that's like shown itself in your life? I mean, it, I've seen so many things, guys, I have to stay off social media for a while. Cause I keep on seeing all, like, have you guys seen that trend of like the thing you want in your relationship the most is the thing you missed in your childhood. And I'm like, what? Like I can't deal with like those revelations, <laughs> oh. but like, I yeah. just feel like, from a very young age, I've always been that person that, like, I thought I knew people so well that just even by looking at them, like, specifically looking at my dad. My dad is, mm. like, a high school basketball and football coach. Even before I know how the game went, the minute he walks into the door just by how he opens the door, I mm. know if he won or lost. Like, it's just things like mm. that that I gravitate toward. Or it's like, my fiancé, he thinks that he is this, like, stone-faced Irishman, and I'm like, no, I can tell you 100% what your mood is right now just by looking at you. You know, like, I just feel like I've always been that person that just really can kind of understand how people are feeling before they tell me. I'm not always correct, but I'm usually in the ballpark of it. Hmm. Um, I feel you. It's kind of like a blessing and a curse, too, isn't it? Like, Because, like, when you feel deeply for for how others are experiencing – you know, hard times, good times, it can be a lot to take in. And I think, yeah, I think people who are empathetic, sometimes they, they take on a lot of that, that burden of somebody they're sort of picking up on those vibes from, and it can be a lot, you know? Yeah. And I also too, it's like, I start to take those feelings on and that is something in like literally like 2022 now that has kind of like made me flip the switch of like, Oh, I can't take on other people's emotions, (laughs) especially if it literally like, has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I think forever mm-hmm. it was like, oh, like, oh crap, like my dad lost the game. It's my fault. And it's like, I wasn't there. I, I'm not the point guard, sir. Like, let's both yeah. experience this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where it's like, I should not have to feel that. And I think that is like what I was saying. Like, when I walked into that cell, it's like, <laughs> I didn't do the time. I didn't do the crime. So to like feel that <laughs> is like a lot and totally. not know where it's coming from is like, like why why would i want to keep standing here and i think that was one of the things where it was like i literally was standing in that cell and like looking at shane and just being like you don't feel that like why don't you feel that if i feel that you know and that was like kind yeah. of like a mind game as well too because literally i'm telling you, like right when i walked into that library it just like boop, it was completely different i mean i love libraries but it was like a whole 180 switch so strange wow. It's yeah, weird. I've never had anything like that happen to me, but I believe it 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 happens. Oh yeah. You know? All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna play a fun game with Brittany, and then it'll be time for this week's story of high strangeness. <laughs> All right, we're in the clubhouse with Brittany Young. Mm-hmm. And Brittany. It's time to play a game we play with all of our guests. Okay. I'm going to go down a list of phenomena, rapid fire. Oh, God. In now, 
This is it. You have to make a choice. You have to come down on one side or another. There's no in between. Okay. If you okay. if you're open to something, you're gonna say believe it. If you're not open to it, you're gonna say bullshit. We can okay. always circle back at the end of the game and unpack a few of these, but you gotta choose now. Got it? Okay. Yes. This is a game we call bullshit or believe it. Brittany Young, on your mark. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Get set. Mm-hmm. Ghosts. Believe. Bigfoot. Believe. Brittany, I'm a, a mean to everyone I play this <laughs> I game with. I knew this was coming. I have yeah. to say, believe it. Oh, okay. believe it. Okay. Okay. Michael okay. loves rules. He just, he's got to be just right. <laughs> Officer Michael's coming out. He's going to I was, I was feeling right. like an empath there, feeling you being like, <laughs> I'm so into yeah. it. I forgot. Feeling yeah. me or feeling, feeling Brittany yeah, getting chastised? You, Michael. No, feeling, no, Michael's, you being Michael's like, energy. Please. Yeah. Uh, you're like, oh, am I going to break it and say it? I, I am. I have to. I'm going to. I have to do it. I think the audience felt Michael's energy too. Yeah. That's how this stuff works. <laughs> Way to connect it back to the callback. All there right, guys. Nice. UFOs. Bullshit. Mothman. Bullshit. Curses. Believe it. Possessed dolls. Pass. Circle back. Pass. Say one or the other. Bullshit. The Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Believe it. Hollow Earth. Don't even know what that is. The Earth is hollow and there's creatures that live down there. Bullshit. There are alien constructs on the moon. Bullshit. Psychic visions. Believe it. Dreams are other realities, and when you fall asleep, you visit them. Ooh, believe it. Time travel. Believe it. Bending spoons with your mind. Bullshit. Entities from other dimensions visit our world. Believe it. Pet sea spirits. Believe it. Tarot cards. Believe it. The Loch Ness Monster. Oh, believe it. The government is hiding the truth about Roswell. Believe it. We are living in a simulation. Bullshit. You could outsmart a werewolf. Bullshit. (laughs) Planet Earth. Every week no. I forget that I put that one in there. <laughs> and each week I'm tickled more and more by it. That's stupid. Planet and people's answers. Planet Earth is a sentient macro organism. Bullshit. The universe is looking out for you. Believe it. Finally, in our original timeline, the famous Bears family last name was spelled Berenstein, not Berenstain. Believe it. Okay, mm, great job, okay. Brittany. Well done. Believe All right, it. We'll, cir- <laughs> we'll circle back. Which was the one? Was it the br- Which one did you pass? No, possessed on? dolls. Possessed, possessed dolls. dolls. <laughs> that one really gave you a hard time. I mean, what, what's- I I think it's like I think it's a weird conspiracy theory that dolls can be possessed because I think that grown men at a certain point in time thought playing with dolls was stupid and scary and they did not want them in their homes anymore because it was basically like a sign of girls not doing like not tending to the home. Oh, like I don't, interesting I, I, theory. I think it, yeah, I just think it, that it's just one of the, cause like truly when you look at dolls, People are quick to be like, oh, that doll's creepy when there's nothing creepy. Like, there's no even p- sign of possession, just the look of mm-hmm. a doll. People think mm-hmm. is creepy. And I'm like, I just think that's yeah. some stupid made up construct. Wow. Possessed dolls is internalized misogyny. I, I, yeah. like it. I, I, I think so. Because, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but truly, like, I feel like if I ask, like, a bunch of girlfriends, are dolls creepy? They'd all be like, no. But if I ask, like, a bunch of guy friends, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, what we well, fucking dolls creepy. <laughs> what, we can't, creepy. what we can't see is if we just slightly pan over Britney's camera, there's a wall of dolls just so next amazing. to her. <laughs> biggest. Bryce used I to have, have a doll collection. Dolls. That's Bryce? true. Yeah, I used to, I I used to make dolls of my friends. I would uh, really. There's yeah. nothing well, creepy They're more about like that. action figures. I I, mean, oh. I guess you would. Con- they were like bar. Well, they were Barbies. Are, are Barbies dolls? 
Do Barbies Barbies are dolls. Um, I mean, action figures are technically dolls. They came up with the term action figures so boys would want to play with them for the very reasons that Brittany's talking about. Well, yeah. I made dolls mostly out of Barbie figures or Barbie dolls. So. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Barbie barbed figures. Wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dolls out of barbed wire. Those are voodoo oh dolls. Those God. are different. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a whole. You didn't other ask voodoo story. dolls. I would say believe it with voodoo dolls. Oh, uh, voodoo yeah. dolls, great. I believe yeah. it too. Um, there was another one. Oh, Loch Ness monster. Big believe on yeah. that one. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Well, maybe I should specify. I don't think that this is the same Loch Ness monster that's like been here for centuries. I think it's like the Loch Ness monster's great, 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 great. Sure. Like I believe that it's like, yeah, like it's not the same Nessie that's been there this whole time. I think it, yeah, it like it's been a generations of Nessies. Yeah, great. I like that. We're open to that. Can't amphib- there babies. are certain amphibians that uh, that can you know self reproduce right like isn't that right? It's or maybe there's like Riley? a school of them. <laughs> Riley, help me out. I mean, Riley. It's in Jurassic Park, right? <laughs> Skips so. right it's past my yeah, that's that's that yeah, you're definitely <laughs> referencing Jurassic Park, so it's probably that's true. all I'm doing. Oh, yeah, frogs. That movie. That frogs, I think, in Jurassic yeah. Park. That's I mean, why the that's why the dinosaurs could procreate yeah. when they were all female they, because That's of the frog DNA they put, put in them to fill in the gaps. Seems right. Yeah. Finds, right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then Park. bullshit on UFOs. I just, again, like, I'm just really having a tough time that it just seems to be that they hang out in the U.S. Okay. <laughs> like, well, that's not true. Just, there's, there's, if China they, said I, I, they saw one, too, that they were going to shoot out of the sky. So true. They, they haven't well, seen South, all over South, the Ameri- yeah. South yeah, America just, gets a lot of UFOs, Russia, China. They, I'm yeah. just like having, I don't know. Like in my mind, I'm like, I believe that aliens have come down to earth. I a hundred percent believe that. I just don't know okay. if they're like parking in our atmosphere. Okay. Mm. Right. <laughs> what about like parking in our oceans? Mm. Hiding in the waters. Well, that could be true, but then that does that mean that I believe in UFOs? Maybe it's just more I I, I I'm I'm spec spectacle. That's not the right word. Jeez, Louis. you're skeptical, skeptical about the spectacle. I'm skeptical about the spectacle. <laughs> no, I'm just skeptical about the uh, mode of transportation. Sure, great. Right. Yeah, uh, aliens have spaceships. I, I just don't know if it's the flying saucers that we think they are. Okay, valid. Great. Yeah. Valid point. All right. Well, great job. <laughs> a lot of food for thought there for us to gleam onto and think about. I like this new doll theory. Um, that's very, very interesting stuff. You know, I'm going to be very, very interested to hear your take on tonight's uh, subject of high strangeness. Now, Ooh, yes. for this one, I got something. I, I looked around. I found something pretty weird, pretty wild. And, uh, I'm not sure what category to place this in, whether it's alien, cryptid, or or a big hairy monster. We're gonna find out. Wow. Mm. This is the story of the Ohio River Octoman. Oh. Mm. Has I've anybody heard ever this. heard about this guy? No, no I've so. never even heard of the concept of an octo, yeah. like as an octopus. Not I. For some reason, my I brain went to that. that there were I was eight of him. Eight. Yes, yeah. I was just thinking that. Is it okay? Octopus that would be you cool went there too. too. Yeah, but nope. okay. Now I this realize is, it's probably more octopus because it's a river. Yeah, this mm, is uh, this is one of those like big monsters that seems to be some sort of hybrid. You know, like we've had sheep squatch, we've had bat squatch. We're gonna talk about the Octoman tonight. Uh, a brief, a brief uh, little, uh, uh, a brief moment on the scene, but it's it's pretty pretty fun. Here we go. So uh, it was a cold and windy night in the dead of an Ohio winter, January twenty eighth, nineteen fifty nine. The phone rang at Central Station in City Hall, Cincinnati. Dispatch answered the call. A panicked man was on the line, trying to put to words to something he could not explain. The anonymous pedestrian had been walking along the Ohio River about four miles outside New Richmond, Ohio, when he saw a hulking, sopping wet creature emerge from the river and onto shore. When asked to elaborate on the entity's appearance, the eyewitness told the the officer that he couldn't, that the being was just indescribable. 
The man hung up, hoping that the police would investigate. They did not. At least, not after the first call. Mm. Midnight came and went. The hour of high strangeness arrived. Dispatch received another call, this time from a truck driver who was calling from a service station along Kellogg Avenue near Little Miami River. He had just passed through Mount Washington on his way from Cincinnati to Indianapolis when he spotted along the Little Miami River some type of large hulking creature coming out of the water. It came up out of the water. I can't describe it. I've never seen anything like it before. All I want to do is get the hell out of here and get on to Indianapolis. Both men were described by authorities as shaken yet sober. The dispatcher, taking calls that night, would go on to tell a reporter from the Cincinnati Post and Times Star, We didn't do anything after the first call. After the second, we asked Hamilton County Police if they had heard about it. We sent both cars out after 4 a.m. and chased ghosts for a couple of hours, but we didn't find anything. It really was a riot out there. We kept waiting for someone to say, Take me to your leader. If a hulking, indescribable creature weren't perplexing enough, there was also a sudden, inexplicable power outage that occurred during the same time along Kellogg Avenue, running all the way to Lunkin Airport and to Coney Island Park in Cincinnati. Even-keeled mines attributed this power outage to high winds that were happening that night, but no downed power lines were discovered. And the power outage occurred on two separate electrical circuits. Authorities were unable to find the source of the problem. Now, police briefly considered that perhaps an automobile accident could explain the outage and the creature. A car crashes into a utility pole, slams into the river, and a survivor walks out caked in mud, disoriented, possibly limping. The only problem? No accidents or downed utility poles were reported or found. Yet, the weather conditions were rough that night. The winds were so high that it was said they were causing waves up to six feet high on the Ohio River that night. Other theories explored the idea that this quote-unquote creature could be explained away by floating logs and mud-covered debris. The indescribable river monster may have ended up being just another tiny blip on the high strangeness radar had it not been for additional reports flooding in on Friday 30th. A new eyewitness, a self-proclaimed scientist who was, quote, working on things out of this world, end quote, was driving along the Licking River when something jumped onto the bridge. Uh, It was large, not a dog or a cat. It leapt in front of my car and on two legs, and it was taller than the auto. When I looked back in my mirror, it was moving along the bridge rail. It was three or four times the size of a man and much bulkier. I have an eye in mind for dimensions, and I know it was huge. (laughs) At least two women spotted a tentacled entity. The first, a young woman from Covington, Kentucky, reported seeing something in a creek near the Fort Thomas pumping station, claiming it was, quote, like an octopus, end quote, and it came up out of the creek and then went back down. The best description of this Octoman comes from another woman who spotted the creature along the Ohio River. It was a strange, grayish creature with a lopsided chest, ugly tentacles, and rolls of fat running horizontally over a bald head. I want to pause here and say that's a great description. The rolls of fat, a lopsided chest. Like Now we're finally getting some, some detail to this creature that sounds the rolls of fat coming down the head is really creepy and strange mm-hmm. yeah i like it I can't even I like picture it, it. And, I, and i did write down a tentacle dentity as another song by the following saturday the ohio river octoman seemingly vanished and crossed back to the other side of the veil leaving a community left with a lot of questions and no answers There are, however, a few notable things about this case that I like to point out. Bigfoot researcher and author John Green mentions the trucker encounter from the first night in his book, Sasquatch Apes Among Us, citing it as a possible Bigfoot sighting, of which Ohio has many. 
And Bryce, you know from experience that oftentimes these Sasquatch are seen swimming through rivers and using waterways as a way to transport. So it's possible that if it was a Bigfoot creature, it was coming up out of the water. It could have been muddy. It could have had, you know, like river plants and, you know, kelp. I don't know what's under there, but just stuff stuck to it, debris. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. Which could make it look like it was tentacled or something strange. I mean, um, right. I, 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 I'm not leaning that way, but I see I see where that could make some sense. Sure. <laughs> but it's cool that John Green in that early book points, you know, makes note of it and was like, we heard about this big yeah. hulking thing and we don't know what it was. Maybe it's one of these Bigfoot that people see. Yeah. John Keel wrote about a similar incident in Strange Creatures from Time and Space. While not exactly an Octoman, Keel noted this monster sighting uh was another it uh was near another body of water and just a couple months later on march 28th of 1959 three teenagers michael lane wayne armstrong and danny peterson were badly frightened by something near the charles mill reservoir near outside mansfield ohio they said a giant seven foot tall being seemed to rise up off the ground in front of them it had glowing green eyes and no arms were visible. Strange tracks were found on the site. Mansfield is about a three-hour car ride from New Richmond. Plausible that a hulking Octoman could make that trip in a couple months. I don't know. What do you think, Brittany? Hulking creature from the depths of the Ohio River or some misidentified debris? What the hell was the indescribable Octoman? Hmm... There's a lot of similarities, or I think the things that run continuous throughout is that it was big, it was hulking, and that it was gray. Right, <laughs> right. Not mm-hmm. everybody says that it had tentacles. These three boys nope. are now saying that it has no arms whatsoever. Right. Well, and that could be a different entity altogether, True. but I'm just making a note that, you know, connecting dots that two months later further upstate you know something was three boys see something very strange near another body of water in ohio is it when i'm listening to the story i'm getting the sense unlike bryce who says that he wasn't feeling that it might have been sasquatch is this a sasquatch um not mutation but like is this Mm. like a oh my god i guys i did get an a in science is this like a Sasquatch, but it's now adapted to the water. <laughs> Maybe. Well, uh, sure. no, Aqua, it's uh, an Aqua Squatch, is what it's you're an saying. Aqua Squatch. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. again, there's been like theories that some of these things are out there. I mean, as preposterous as they sound, and that's why I find interesting about this case because there was no UFO activity, um, no strange lights, nothing of that sort reported. A lot mm-hmm. of people went straight to alien, but there's no other corroborating mm-hmm. um, uh, phenomena that would make you think alien. People saw mm-hmm. it in the water a lot, coming in and out of the water. Um, and and it seems to be like somewhere between cryptid and uh, hyperdimensional entity. We, we don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I just don't think it was a log. Come, you know, yeah, I no. don't think it was. A, I don't think <laughs> no. it was that. I think some of these now this quote unquote self-proclaimed scientist. I don't know <laughs> who who that guy is. I all know my these, dimensions. A lot of these witnesses, a lot of these witnesses remained anonymous because they didn't want their names in the paper to be made fun of. In fact, in the second story that dropped on the uh, Friday the 30th, there was a woman who pulled up at the, and yelled at the reporter. My husband and si- my husband and I saw that thing this morning. Are you going to put our names in the paper and make fun of us too? And drove mm-hmm. off without giving any further ex- explanation. And mm-hmm. so even the the reports in the paper were kind of tongue in cheeky, like, "Okay, everyone's like getting real excited about this," but they kept coming down on the side of like, "Oh, it's probably just." debris or some bad bad weather stuff but i don't know i love this image this is another monster i kind of like these one shot yeah, creatures just a, that we yeah, get this is just a monster i was thinking the same mm. thing man i these cases always sign, sort of boggle the mind there's not a lot to go off of you know i've been what doing a lot of these 
Hmm? Well, just I, I, just, like, just at the right, right. What what are the power outage? Now that to me yeah. seems to be like a bit of a UFO characteristic. Sometimes when there's UFO sure. activity, um, power power goes out for a while, or maybe if there's some sort of if we're really using our imagination here, maybe there's some sort of interdimensional energy, whoosh, you know, pulse, mm. electromagnetic right. pulse that happens when something is crossing in and out of an, of a dimension, another d- neighboring yeah. dimension, who knows? But um, mm. I... Because he wasn't like just going it. up and like touching towers and like the electricity no. goes out. No, I think that, so they yeah. just that connected been, them? It could have been a, a, just a residual <laughs> thing of its presence. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's feeding off I power lines. <laughs> I do too. Is it just a red herring? <laughs> Electricity is just a red herring to the story. Could be. It could it be totally a red herring to the story. Be. Yes, it could be. Hmm. It could be. But there. But often, I would say, often the appearance of something strange and inexplicable has some sort of r- tangible, real world effect. Something hmm. like a power outage happening. Now, what the correlation is there, we don't know. But I do think that that was, and they couldn't figure out the source. And it was on two separate circuits, so it was like not like just one power line going down and knocking. It was like a couple, and they couldn't find the source for it. But we've been doing a couple of these flash in the plan, flash in the pan creatures over on the other side lately, where like one person will see one thing crossing the road one time, and you kind of go, "Well, who knows." But this was cool because it was actually a, a mini flap happening over the course of a couple nights. And those right. two calls back to back that first night, I think yeah, now you could say you could mm-hmm. say on Friday people are getting into a little bit of like mass hysteria. But just when you have two people calling describing relatively the same thing, enough that it makes the dispatcher go, okay, something might be going on out there. And both mm-hmm. these guys seem sober, they seem okay. I don't know. I think it's it's there's something something to it. I don't know what it is though. Mm. Any drawings? Any pictures of this uh, Octo Man? Mm. No, none. None in the papers. Mm. There's mm. fan art out there and deviant art, you know. But this is one where we don't have any eyewitness sketches that I could find. And this was the only mm. time that it ever, or that people reported seeing it. Yep. Yep. It was just this little two, three night flap between Wednesday and Saturday. By Saturday, they said no one was reporting this anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning to to like through Friday. For being indescribable, there's some pretty uh, clear descriptions. (laughs) I know, mm-hmm. but, but if you were like, <laughs> yeah. but if you were seeing like, that's the paradox of these things, man. I can't describe it, but if I had to, it had uh, rolls on its head. Uh, it was great. I saw seven arms. They were tentacles. I wouldn't call them arms, but man, I could not describe it if I tried. But if you were seeing Thank some sort of like, that, point. Exactly. that was great. If you were seeing some sort of like Lovecraftian Demogorgon coming out of the water during a rainstorm, you might also be like, I have no, I don't even know where to start with this fucking thing. It just yeah, looked like yeah, a walking sure herd. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I couldn't tell yeah. what were arms, what were tentacles, what were legs. It was just fucking weird. And somebody needs to get Sounds out there like and go find night. it. Especially like too, you also have to think 1959, if we were to see this, like you're saying, we've seen so many science fiction shows, novels, like it's become such a part of our like pop culture norm. But like in the 50s, Mm. like it's almost like Marty McFly when he goes and like his dad and he's just in a hazmat suit Mm. and his dad's like, what the, like, what the hell is this? Like, I mean, I'm sure in the 50s, they didn't know what they were trying to describe. Yeah. Talk to me with blowing minds. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I always well, like this idea of some like strange occult ritual taking place, maybe sure, around that's very it, you fun. know what I mean, and, and and maybe some young boys got it got in a little bit over their head and and uh, opened up a portal to something, you know. Yeah, mm. that, that explains the power outage, does, the appearance mm-hmm, of Octo mm-hmm. Man from another. Yep. I like that. Yeah, maybe this is like a Stranger right Things there. prequel, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us yeah. tonight. Uh, such such a pleasure talking with you. Uh, I, we you wish you the me. best of we wish you the best of luck in your future ghost hunting endeavors. Thank uh, you. I'll keep, keep you posted. posted. Please <laughs> do. Yeah. Send Maybe us that orb you. photo too. We're, oh, we, I'm we're going interested to. in the orbs. I'm going to. I'm going to send it right after we get off here. 
It's a um, good one. Now I'm we'll, telling you. We'll t- We'll tag you in all the social media stuff on Instagram and cool. and and Twitter. Where can people follow you though, or and find out uh, if you got any projects or anything you want to plug? Uh, what do you got? Um, I don't have any projects I want to plug. Looking for work? Will hire. Um, You're in that <laughs> no, movie on Netflix. I okay. Yes, I am yeah, briefly no in uh, your place or mine with Reese Witherspoon Fantastic. and Ashton Kutcher that just came out on Netflix. Um, but if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at Brittany Young. I deleted my Twitter because I can't keep up with that stuff. But I Fair do enough. like to show a lot of stuff on Instagram. So follow me there, and yeah, see if me and my sister just start. Start making up fake badges and Great. investigating places in Alaska. That's all, that's all you have to all do. All you need is a lanyard. Yeah. That's all just you come need up. sometimes. There's no credentials. Just do it. Just call yourself a inve- paranormal investigator. You're a paranormal I mean, investigator. That's all it takes. If it true. works, I think we will be very sad that we wasted our like hunting prime. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it. All right, Brittany, thank you for being here. Thanks, guys. All right, Club Scouts, don't forget to click that follow button on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss a single episode of BCC. We want to hear from you, so rate and review the show while you're there. If you drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we might read it on the show, like this one. JK154650 writes, from Canada, Best Podcast. Every week when you come out with a new episode, it feels like the Battle of Alberta. Calgary Flames versus Edmonton Oilers. I'm so excited every time you come out with a new episode. Thanks for the show. Five stars. Hell yeah. Go Flames. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, really? Or Oilers. One of my good buddies is from Calgary. I I love all of Canada, but uh, some of my great friends are from Calgary. You married into Canada. I married into Canada. I'm I'm an honorary. It's, you know. We may need you to. Are your kids Canadian citizens by birth? Yeah, they're they yeah, half Canadian. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, oh, and, wow. and they they always try and claim a 51 percentile, but I'm like, guys, born here in America, though. Don't be afraid to, like, you know, <laughs> show a little America. And they're all just like, shut up, dude. We're Canadian. I'm like, all right, fine. I need to send a social worker over to your house to make sure you're not being abused, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll try and tell you it's me abusing them, but don't listen. Yeah, yeah it's time to play throw hot dogs at the American. <laughs> <laughs> all right well if you want more bigfoot collectors club check out our patreon bcc the other side for three bonus additional exclusive episodes every month head over to patreon.com slash bigfoot collectors club be sure to follow we're like Brittany. we love posting on instagram the mm-hmm. our instagram is an extension of the show so you definitely want to follow us over there at bigfoot collectors club and on tiktok at bcc pod putting some up putting up some more and more videos don't it's forget good. to write in with your paranormal stories to bigfoot collectors club at gmail.com and include that phrase l files in the subject line it might just be read in a future episode as for me you can follow me on instagram at mcmills and hit me up on cameo yeah, do the same for me. Uh, you can find me on my socials on Instagram at Mr. Bryce Johnson and on Twitter at Bryce O. Johnson. And uh, come on over to the other side over on our Patreon. We're having a lot of fun over there. Uh, I think you guys will really enjoy that addendum to the show. Indeed. And uh, I'm uh, at Peace Drone on Instagram. And uh, I'm also on Cameo. I just sang somebody's mom their favorite song for her birthday. Really? Oh, hell yeah. It's so nice. That's it feels awesome. so nice to get to be a part of your birthday party. So please invite me to your birthday party. Uh, and uh, oh, be careful. <laughs> you some freaks I mean, out there. I mean, I mean via cameo and pay me to do it. But you know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, also check out that cosmic tier. If you like this score, there's a very yeah. good chance that it's going to end up on the cosmic tier alongside a lot of other music from the show and yeah. from my own weird world. So check it out. Great. We want to thank Brittany one more time for joining us. We are crossing over to the other side right now to talk about a very famous ghost whose photo was once published in Country Life magazine. Oh. Ooh la la. Fancy if, ghost. If we don't see you there, we'll see you back here next week for an all-new episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club. Until then, good night. And go get regressed. October. I kept thinking of Octo Mom like the whole time. I kept thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have children! Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I know, right? It's probably not.
Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.